Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Eight foot tall werewolf prowling in Hull Industrial Estate. The threat of robot guards is not enough to stop people stealing. The Trump family. There's a mystery. Doomsday asteroid goes undetected. Golden years. Hello. You're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. This is me, Tiss. With me, as always. This is Bob Shoy. This is Beef. We've got a great episode planned for you. Uh, the popular, ever popular weird news. The return of weird news. The we haven't done any weird news for the whole summer. For eight weeks. Content heavy weird news. Actually, I was going to say, listeners, we always try and get something out every week since we went weekly. This might be a, a short, even for weird news standard, this might be a shorter episode because Area 51 recording ran way longer than we thought. Um, but we, we're not recording next week, so we want to get something up for next week. So... You know, be, just be grateful you're getting something, yeah? Yeah, you're getting to listen to us for half an hour, so yeah. just deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Fucking aggression at this. Mm, hasn't even I started. I don't you're even like when you hate when you need me. To be shut fair, your face and get on with it. Just listen to it. That's usually me. Just <laughs> shut up and listen to it. You don't have to listen to it. If you don't like weird news, skip to next week. I've got a great episode lined up. I don't listen to weird news. I wouldn't think any You don't listen to any of our shows? No, I will. No, you don't listen to any of them. When was the last one you listened to? 50. 50. I didn't listen to the whole thing yet. I'm still trying to get through it. I keep getting fucking distracted. I just get distracted too easily. Hmm. I can't listen to podcasts unless I'm working. Yeah, well, I just listen. I do housework. So every day when I'm at work, I do the washing up, I do the cooking, all that stuff. I'm listening to podcasts. My room takes about five minutes to clean. And you don't clean it? And I don't clean it. <laughs> and it takes five minutes after not cleaning it for like a month. It still only takes five minutes. So you can get through a podcast in like <laughs> half a year. Yeah. How long does it take to drive to your work? Well, the workplace I'm working at the moment is about 10 minutes away. Okay. Why? Because people listen on the commute, that's all. Oh. Because it, ta- it takes me, like... I listen to podcasts, it <laughs> takes me about an hour to get to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no. So... Well, no, when I go about... Back out when I go on the road, it might be better because I'm in between visits. I'll be, you know, life on the road, life on the road. Right, okay. Weird news. Woo! Start. Tia, start us off. I've got nothing at the moment. Bob, start us off. No, I want to save mine. Oh, I'll start <laughs> us off. I have got one, but it's not going first. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with a, a fairly decent one that's been sent to us by a listener. Okay. Do I need to say his name? 
Depends what it is. It's Dutton. Oh, Dutton. Um, he's sent several... Yes, yeah, so I, I do have to put a disclaimer on it. This is nothing to do with me. This is all Dutton's own work. Uh, which version do you it's want? Not his own it's work. the same. It it's didn't make it it's the same story. Yeah, but it's the same story from different viewpoints. Do you want the Metro Express, Daily Mail, or Huffington Post? Oh, <laughs> decisions, <laughs> decisions. What is it? Met- Metro, Metro Express, Express, Daily Mail, Daily Mail. Let's go half Huffington Post. <sighs> All right. Okay, you ready for this? I'm yeah. gonna make this exciting. Okay. Headline. Yep. Eight foot tall werewolf, old stinker prowling in Hull Industrial Estate. Old stinker, yes, old stinker, right? An eight a foot werewolf. tall. Hang on a sec. Is it a big dog or is it a werewolf? An eight foot tall eight hairy foot tall. creature. So it's on his hind legs. Massive. It's on his hind legs. Which can stand upright like a man. Is said to be prowling a derelict industrial area just outside of Hull. That's like think of how tall Bowles is. That's taller, taller than Bowles. One eyewitness claims to have seen the half-man, half-dog lurking around the banks of Barmstrom Drain at Christmas. At Christmas, might have been drunk. A woman told the Express, it was stood upright one moment, the next it was down on all fours running like a dog. I was terrified. It bounded along on all fours, then stopped and reared up on its back legs before running down the embankment towards the water. It vaulted 30 foot over to the other side and vanished up the embankment and over a wall into some allotments. This is nuts. Another person told the whole Daily Mail they had seen something tall and hairy jump over an eight-foot fence carrying a German shepherd in its mouth. What? This is nuts. A German shepherd in its mouth? Yeah. This is nuts. The sightings have been linked to the local legend of a werewolf called Old Stinker. Sightings? There's been more than one sighting of this. The sightings have been linked to the local legend of a werewolf called Old Stinker, described by author Charles Christian as a great hairy beast with red eyes who was so-called because he had bad breath. Uh, Legend was born because that part of the country was once infested with wolves. Um, Going back to the 18th century, it was known for wolves to dig up the corpses from graveyards. From that sprung the idea that they are supernatural beings who took the form of werewolves. Paranormal investigator Lee Brickley told Huffington Post UK, It's a case I'm following closely and it's certainly raising many issues relating to the existence of werewolves in the UK. For the time being, I'd like to see more evidence and reports from locals. This guy's the author of a book called UFOs, Werewolves and the Pigman. I've actually got a picture (laughs) that someone took on a handycam of Old Stinker. Go on. Brace yourself. Nah, no, 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 no. that's from American Werewolf in London, mate. It's really well lit because of (laughs) lights. Film lights. Old stinker, then. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think real, or do you think that story is just an old stinker? It could be real. I, I, whenever there's more than one sighting of something that crazy, I'm yeah. always like, not two people would make that crazy story up. Yeah, yeah. Um, although, Definitely. there are musings that it's likely to be a large breed that has been let go by owners who can no longer care for well, um, these dogs. A large breed with another dog in its mouth. Yeah. The the largest dog I can think of is an Irish Wolfhound, which um, doesn't does, well, doesn't walk on its hind legs. Tibetan Mastiffs are the biggest. Mm. No, or apparently a Japanese Akita. Apparently they're pretty big. Nah, they're not that big. I've never seen a big Akita's dog. On. Apparently it's been a fashion for huskies as pets as they grow enormous to just be low into the they're wild. They're not that big. They're not eight foot tall, even if eight they're foot. on their hind legs. I'd say, what's the uh, 
Rowagian Ridgeback or something. They're the biggest dogs you can. But then again, then again, when people see this stuff, don't you feel like sometimes people exaggerate, over exaggerate? Eight foot, like let me. When you think eight foot, foot um, your doorway is about seven foot. So can you imagine another foot on top of that? No. Right, okay. Tis, look at that doorway behind you. Mm. Imagine something a foot taller than that, hairy on its hind leg. Terrifying, isn't it? That's fucking massive. Yeah, that's too big. That's terrifying. I've got another story, but we'll come back to that. I like the name though, Old Stinker. Um, As as a we 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 don't normally recommend anything on weird news, do we? Can do. I don't normally do a blog post for. Oh no, I do do a blog post for witness. If you want to see, isn't isn't it the first CGI scene in American Werewolf in London? I don't know. It's the first time they use CGI in Isn't cinema, it? apparently. Oh, right. Oh, well, I, it was the first time they were able to use that the technology that we know of. I know that them effects were like groundbreaking when it came out of that film. It's still pretty cool to watch. Yeah. Only that scene. The rest of the film is a bit naff. Ooh, I don't, you don't want to upset listeners of that sort of talk. That's a beloved film. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Hey, I'm just going to jump in here to say uh, what Beef was saying about American Werewolf in London, first CGI. The actual milestone that that film accomplished was it was the first CGI human ever in a film. So there you go. Yeah, massive werewolf. Should we go to Hull see if we can find it? We should. That should be a trip. Yeah, that's if that's if our donations are really slack. You know, he said donate <laughs> to get us to go on holiday. If we get yeah. like thirty pounds, yeah, that might cover our fuel to Hull. <laughs> Not back though. So we'll just stay there. <laughs> to Hull and back. <laughs> We'll end up in Amsterdam. <laughs> you don't ask questions then, brother. I'm your man. Um, Tissy, you got a story. Or Bobby, got, yeah. Have you got a story oh, to I'm tell us on just... weird news? There's one leaving this in. I'm leaving you singing in. Too late. <laughs> Tissy, what you got for us? <laughs> one of the headlines made me laugh. The threat of robot guards is not enough to stop people stealing. <laughs> <laughs> like, that isn't weird who they ask a load of thieves you can still go nick if there's a robot what is, like uh, a self-serve checkout they're fucking <laughs> shit at catching thieves <laughs> <laughs> literally people who don't even steal steal from that I, I don't I think if it doesn't cheaper, like, if, it, if I try and scan it and it's not scanning I'm like fuck it some people actually like like literally are just like yeah the old trick with the self-serve but they'll buy like heavy items yeah and scan it and, for certain shit no put like like, I don't know, like chocolate bars with it. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah, really? Like, oh, right. I've bought like expensive donuts mm. and then I've. Sc- oh, I'll put them like, for the crappy you donuts. You do it by hand, don't you? Bakery stuff. I'll put yeah. it through as like shitty donuts. Tesco's Valley donuts and I've bought Krispy Kremes. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, do you remember when we used to go to see a film and we used to go to Wilco's and go to their pick and mix? Mm. Like, it's like. Three so kilos of yeah. sweets, and then just and just like balance, still hold it. You ever done that? Miserable, like pick and mix, tea bags. So you scales. feel this is sweet, and you just sort of you have to weigh it yourself and print the thing. You sort I've of just never hold been it. on a weigh myself one. You just hold it so it's resting on it, but you're taking most of the weight in your hand. And you press the button. And you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, <cool. laughs> yeah. And it's like you take it on the on the till. It's like fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> They don't do it like that now. Obviously. They do it in a pot where it's like as much as you can get in that pot is two pound. Yeah. yeah. Fucking (laughs) wedge that shit in there. Ramming it in. Yeah, it's like the lid is like if you moved it too violently, the lid just goes... (laughs) 
Or a flange. Just pushing it out of the top. Pushing out the sides. If you could invent teleportation, you could put it at the bottom of the cup and just fill it. Well, if I could invent teleportation, I'd just teleport in, get some sweets and teleport out of them. Wouldn't be trying to think, how can I possibly con this machine? I'm about to say that's criminal, but my one's pretty criminal as well. It's yeah. just like I can teleport. We're, we're still to our teleport from Area 51, which we just recorded. Yeah. This is going to be oh, confusing. Sorry, yeah. But yeah, if I could teleport, I'll teleport and nick everything. I'm glad you can't teleport. You've been jailed. I'll teleport into a bank vault, take loads of money, but then I'd go and pay for things <laughs> rather than stealing the items. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, we used to go. I used to like. There were times where we'd go and it would be like we'd be carrying with like yeah. two hands this big like sack of sweets put yeah. it on the table she'd be like seven pence please <laughs> <laughs> like, what a dickhead there you go see you later love go to see my film I'm going to see Kevin and Perry go large <laughs> the change I was, I was too uh, give her young. eight pence I was too young to get in the cinema for Kevin Perry yeah so anyway, uh, robot. Like, I've got to leave it in to make up the time. <laughs> robot, uh, like. Oh yeah. Security guards. Yeah. People aren't threatened by them. No shit. No. Right. I've got a good one. Go on. Um Now, one of our listeners emailed this to me, um, and I'm going to pronounce her name. The, her name is one of the names where you can pronounce it, you know, two different ways. Is it Michio Kaku? No. Um, I don't know if you if you, she's going to pronounce it um, Ashleen or Ashling or Eileen. No, as it oh no Ailing. You can have Ailing. Oh, every pronunciation of that I've seen is Ash at the beginning. That was the only bit I was sure about. Ah, uh, see, is it A I S L I N G? Yeah, it could be Ailing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, anyway, you know what? I should have trouble checked of a food. I'm gonna. I was gonna say I'll just call you Ash, but I won't even do that because apparently the beginning could be wrong. We're not Irish, as you can hear. There's an. I just think there's an Irish comedian. Her name's Ailey. It's Ailing. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, she's funny. Okay, all right. Doesn't know why I had to put that at the end of it. We're going to call you A. Yeah. Um. Thanks for sending the thing. You know what you should do? Email us again. And, Please tell uh, us how to pronounce your name because it's Give us bad. phonetic pronunciation because we're idiots. Um. I had a little bit of email uh, correspondence with A after uh, recording this episode, and it turns out I was right. It is um, pronounced Ashling or Ashleen. She said either one, but she said people just call it Ash, which is what I was originally going to do. So in your face, beef, I was right. And what happened is she sent me a email about this story. Um, I don't know if you've heard anything about the Trump family. The Von Trumps? No. It, Australia is a massive case that's going on in Australia. Donald Trump. has been going on. Yeah, Don Trump. Don Trump. I <laughs> know. Um, no, he... I don't know anything about the Trump family. Right, okay. Well, she sent me, like, the, you know, the progression of it. But I didn't even know the beginning of it. So it led me down a rabbit hole of investigating what's been going on with the Trump family. Okay. Um, so what I've got here... This is in um, Australia. It's going on in Australia. Um, now, BBC News have done sort of a summary of it in the last 24 hours. Uh, now it's sort of come to a close. Uh, a family of five disappeared on a tech-free road trip only to turn up one by one after a week-long odyssey of more than 995 miles. 
Whoa. Which ended with a police investigation and two of them in psychiatric care. Whoa. This was a missing persons mystery that held Australia spellbound. That's insane. So this is an article on uh, bbc.co.uk, written by Trevor Marshall C. I'm going to credit some people. Uh, the Trump family were, by all accounts, normal, hardworking household. Uh, Mark Trump, 51, and wife Jacoba, 53, had established a successful red current farm and earth-moving business at their property in Sylvan on the outskirts of the Victorian capital, Melbourne. But with little warning, on Monday the 29th of August, they and their three children, Rihanna, 29, Mitchell, 25, and Ella, 22, got in a car and headed north. Uh, They didn't just leave their family farm, they had fled. Police later called to the home to investigate, found passports, credit cards, and mobile phones had all been left behind. This was to be a cash-only, off-the-grid road trip with no way of being followed. Weird, right? Wow. It was later revealed Mark and Jacoba had been suffering increasing signs of stress and paranoia. According to media results, at least one of them had become convinced someone was out to kill them and take their money. Wow. The only the only phone not left behind belonged to Mitchell. He appeared to be the only one in the family not swept up in the belief that they were in danger. He later said he had gone along to ensure that they would all be safe, but that his parents became increasingly delusional and hard to tolerate. Some 30 kilometres away from the home, they made him throw his phone out the car window. They were apparently convinced it was being used to track them. Wow, that's crazy. The family drove in Ella's silver Peugeot SUV through that first day and night until reaching the New South Wales town of Bathurst, 800 kilometres away to the west of Sydney. It was there at 7am on Tuesday that Mitchell left the family. And then there were four. So, what are you thinking at this moment? Do you think that there's actually someone out to get them? So they fled the house as a family and then turned up... One of them turned up, would you say, five days later? Only one of them was like, you're all nuts, but he went away... With them. With them, because he was, like, worried about them. Yeah. He was like, you're delusional. And he didn't leave his phone behind. They all left passports, phones, everything. They thought someone was tracking them out to kill them. Someone, you know, they, they've gone nuts. Wow. And he just left after a while, This one of the sons. So I continue. Later on Tuesday morning, the remaining four Trumps headed east from Bathurst to a popular tourist spot, the Gen- Genolan Caves. It was there that Rihanna and Ella decided to also part from their parents. They did this by stealing a car. The story's nuts, isn't it? Whoa. Um, the two sisters drove south to the town of Goulburn, where they had reported their parents had gone missing. The story made its way into the media and bemused Australian public wondered how a family could become so strangely separated and separately lost on what was at first thought to have been a driving holiday and in their own country. This was not remote territory, not in the vast Australian outback, and at times they were close to large towns. In Goldburn, Rihanna and Ella decided to part ways at a petrol station with Ella saying she wanted to go home to feed her horses. She became the first Trump to be located when she arrived back at the family farm on Tuesday night and found police there. Mitchell would arrive home the following morning, having taken a series of trains. There's three missing still at this point. When uh, Mitchell and Ella reappeared reasonably unaffected mentally, the same could not be said of Rihanna. She had climbed into the back of a utility vehicle in Goldburn and was only discovered there by the male driver after he had driven almost an hour away. He pulled over and found Rihanna to be in what he called a catatonic state, saying she did not know her name or where she was. How old is she? Uh, Rihanna is... She was young. You say she was young. 29. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. 
Not a child. Um, I've got a map here of like the full journey that the people took across Australia. I'll just show you, and I'll put this whole article and the pictures on the blog. That's a big journey. Uh, tracks the different family members. That's such a long, convoluted... So, uh, Rihanna was later taken to the hospital where she remains in psychiatric care. My word. Police say that she's been spared charges over the stolen vehicle for mental health reason. Ella, however, has been charged with car theft. So, what about the parents? So, this was the ongoing case in Australia, like, where are... Oh, yeah, where are they? Yeah, where are, um, what is it, Mark and Jacoba Trump, like, where are they? As media interest grew and the interstate search began, Mark and Jacoba drove back towards Melbourne from the Janolan Caves. A day later on Wednesday, 600 kilometres south of the Victorian town of Wangaratta, they too became separated. Jacoba headed north again by means which are still a mystery and was found the next day 350 kilometres away in Yass, wandering in an agitated state. So they're just going nuts. There's um, no rhyme or reason to what they're doing. So where's this? where's the last one? Where's the... Uh, she was taken to hospital there and later moved to Goldburn with her daughter, Rihanna, as the pair continued mental health treatment. So Mark is still missing. He's still missing. At this point, at this point in the story. Why is this so weird? Yeah. Mark had stayed in Wangaratta <clears throat> after dangerously tailgating a young couple. He was seen fleeing from Ella's Peugeot. Police also began investigating a number of break-ins in the town, including a motel, though it's unclear if they were related. So people are saying like they think he broke into motels, like stayed the night there, carried on moving. It's like he's on the run. Mm. Back in Silver, Mitchell and Ella made an emotional appearance before the media, saying they were baffled by their parents' paranoid behaviour. they never seen anyone like this or anyone conduct themselves in a way. I just really want my dad to be found. Mitchell said, he's not dangerous. He's my mate, my father, and I love him. That's so bizarre. So what did they say happens, like where they went and what what happened? Like... Uh, so they say the well, same. Mark that, has now been found. This the dad's this is now what, been yeah, found. This is what I'm getting to. This is what this report. This is like an overview of the whole case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To end. So, yeah. Okay. The last piece of the unusual puzzle was put in place on Saturday evening, six days after the episode began, when Mark Tromp was found beside a road near Wangaratta Airport. He was questioned by police, assessed by a mental health officer, then released into the care of his police officer brother, showing the middle finger to photographers as he was driven away. He later released a more contrite statement, apologising for the hurt and concern caused by these events. He paid respect to the community resources devoted to his family's aid as the public attempted to make sense of the drama. Please do not believe there was any real threat to the family. So it's all just like delusional. They had just gone mad. But the as whole, a whole family. The whole family had just gone yeah. completely Which crazy. Is mad, right? Uh, one investigating police officer said from the Sylvan District described it as the most bizarre case I've seen in 30 years. Um, Sergeant Mark Knight, who knows the family, said he had they had no diagnosed mental health problems. There was no evidence of drug taking. Uh, there are some social media theories that suggest the family had no debts and did not belong to any religious group. This is just a massive meltdown, I'm sure of it, Sergeant Knight said. But for the whole family. Uh, Mitchell and Ella Trump admitted that it was hard to explain. I've never seen anything like it. It's really hard to explain or put a word on it, but they were just fearing for their lives. And then they decided to flee, Mitchell said. It was a build-up of different, normal, everyday events, just pressure, and it slowly got worse as the days went by. So that's basically the case. I'm going to skip over the last little bit. Um, yeah, they had gone mad. Uh, uh, the more I think about it, uh, if I was living at home with my folks mm-hmm. and came home to them both like frantically packing bags, like probably like in tears, just like crazy deluded, 
you know, I would probably go with them because you do trust that your parents, well, I know they're adults themselves, mm-hmm. but you would, um, and they've done, uh, uh, there's, there's like a social experiment. I just saw a clip the other day. Um, they would only take a couple of people around you to decide to do something in order for a third person to just follow suit. Mm. Um, and it was something simple, like it was just two people waiting in a, in a, like a doctor's waiting room. Um, and they would stand up whenever the bell went for the next appointment. And so this woman came into the surgery, saw these people stand up every time the bell went. So she started doing it. They eventually left. So she was the only one in there. She was the only one in the surgery and she still stood up when the bell went. So then when other people came in, they copied her and this went on for like the whole Mm. afternoon. So I guess like if you're around and particularly when they're your parents, you trust them, you know, you know, they're of sound minds. Like I kind of get that. And then I guess over time you would just slowly just be like, hang on, this is insane. What we're doing is insane. It's like when the kids eventually left. Yeah. They were like, you're not getting any, they're not getting any sense out of their parents. I'm just going to play this little video clip. It's 20 seconds long. To breaking news now, and missing Victorian father Mark Trump has been found near Wangaratta Airport in northeastern Victoria. Police have confirmed the 51-year-old is dehydrated, but okay. He disappeared in bizarre circumstances while on a family road trip to Janolan Caves earlier this week. He's been taken to Wangaratta Police Station. And I saw the clip, was it? It's just the, the news report of when he was found. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, apparently the thing I found weird is like when people, when they said about went to the house and it was just in disarray, like they'd fled, like left everything behind. Mm. I can't imagine what I find weird. And this is what actually A emailed me right. was more about the theory of it being, have you ever heard of something called folie de? Folie no. de? No. It means madness of two. Right. It's, it's a French term. Basically, it's um, shared psychosis disorder known as folie de. Um, and, yeah, there's all this speculation in which that is it's this... It's basically two people going mad at the same time. That's so strange. Yeah. How does that work? Exactly. Um, and that whole thing, it's actually made me want to look more into that for a future episode maybe at some point. Folly of two. Yeah. Folly, like folly, like yeah. madness. Madness of two. <sighs> Tis, what, what's, what are you thinking? Uh, about what? <laughs> Whole case. Uh, I'm with beef. I think I would go. You think you would? But how long yeah. do you think it would take you for you to be like, guys, would you try and be talking to them, calm them down? Yeah, I'd be trying to talk them around. But yeah, you'd be in the car, like... I'd be trying to understand yeah, I'd be like, mentally what's going on. I'll be Put it this to, way. I'll be psychoanalyzing. Uh, analyzing. Put it this parents, way. Straight up. That, that night in Transylvania when you had that nightmare, if you'd have woken up in the morning and you were like breathless and in tears and like really frantic and packing and getting really, really worried and you were totally convinced hmm. that someone was after you, going to kill you, and you were like urging me and Bob to come with you, I would go with you. Mm. because you would get caught up in the hype and you'd be like... And then on the journey, I'd be like, Tis, you need to slow down and explain what's going on. What's... Yeah, I'd be like, what did you see? Tell yeah. me what you're experiencing. Mm. And then as the car... That's what I mean. As the car journey goes on, one by one, they'd be like, this is... We're, li- we're just going to have to get out of here because this is dangerous. Yeah. I've been having some fucking weird nightmares recently. I don't have nightmares. And like... Really? Yeah, like weird nightmares. Yeah. Becca was like, what the fuck was going on Like last night? I was like laying in bed whimpering. Really? Yeah, and I couldn't scream. I was like, I did not stream last night, but it wasn't a nightmare. 
What kind of nightmare? I can't remember them. Every, only thing I can remember is that they're like paranormal in nature. They're always about ghosts. And I'm not scared of ghosts at all. And like, but in these dreams, it's so vivid. It's always like glowing red eyes. Mm. Um, and a deep raspy voice, not dissimilar to, um, the Enfield okay. thing. That, slightly different to that, but that's, that's still that deep raspy. It's almost like in the dream, I'm like, you know, uh, this is bollocks sort of thing. And then it's like, I'm pushing it to, for it to be like, you know, I'll fucking show you what's bollocks. And it's like, you're glowing into my face and like screaming in my face and shit. It's, it's scary as shit. I've had it like twice in a week. And, uh, yeah, it's really horrible. You're thinking about that Ouija board in the living room still? No. <laughs> Is it in the living room still? Yeah. Oh, get rid of it. <laughs> Get rid of it. Get rid of it. It's just under the telly. Yeah. Anyway, they've been pretty horrible. I've got one little more video clip of the two two sane kids. There's like a clip of them talking. I don't know what this is about. Getting out was the best idea at the time. Um, But yeah, in hindsight, I probably should have stayed with them and tried to help and bring them back around or talk to them more. I was still uh, confused about the whole situation, as I still am now. Um... But I needed to get home to feed my horses. <laughs> yeah. Was it? That is the. That's probably one of the strangest stories I've ever heard. Yeah, really, mm. really. Like, like I said, the email that A sent me yeah. was more like, "Oh, do you think the whole thing going on with Trump is to do with like folly mm. do?" And I was like, "Oh, that's really interesting reading about that." Mm. And then I was like, "What is the whole thing with the Trumps?" And I looked into that, and I was like, "Whoa, this is weird news." Mm. And this is weird news. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I've got another one. I've got one. Oh, okay. Go on, Tiff. Doomsday asteroid goes undetected, narrowly misses Earth. On August 28th, 2016, the Earth missed what could have been a doomsday scenario. A large asteroid passed between Earth and Moon undetected, coming within 100,000 kilometres of the Earth. Less than a quarter of the distance between the Earth and the Moon. Uh, how did such a killer asteroid go undetected? And it basically goes on to say about the, uh, you know, like the solar orbit of the asteroid mm. is so unpredictable. The tra- trajectory is hard to like predict. Uh, and it says about all the other ones that that uh, pass all the time. It's nuts, right. isn't it? I yeah. like thinking about. Well, I, well, I say I like thinking about this. The fact that we could die any moment and we would. Well, there's there's loads that like, like, there's loads that get burnt up in our atmosphere all yeah. the time. Our like Earth is just like sort of shooting stars in space, just yeah, stuff hurtling towards it, yeah, all and time. around it all the time, and it's just like it's mad, isn't we're it? We're on this flying rock, just fucking hoping it doesn't like. And you don't even aid. think about it. And you don't even think about it. It's just no. But every day out there, it's a, it's a but it narrowly missed and right now. Mm. Right now, there's something hurtling towards us from a million miles away. That's it. Don't worry about a it. Star, a star that we can still see in the sky that blew up like a million years ago. I would like, for some, if, if that's the way I go out, that'd be pretty cool, going out with the rest of humanity. Yeah. Come on, guys. Would you like to know it's coming or it just happened? Uh, what, like Deep Impact? If, yeah, it'd be almost crazy. I know they all go crazy and they're like, oh, no, we're going to die. Um, it'd be kind of cool to know it's coming. Nah. I'd be like, we're going to fucking die. Like, all of us. This is nuts. I would, like, embrace it. I'd be running naked in the streets. Ah, he's gone mad. I think I'd lost That's why they wouldn't tell people. We wouldn't. (laughs) Really? I would be like... 
I'd be like, Fuck. oh god. Well, okay, I'd have such anxiety. Let me. <laughs> it goes unsaid. Let me. Let me give you. Let I'd me look at my stack of unread comics and be like, which ones, man? I've got one day to finish. Let me Amazing. give you a scenario, right? Go. On. We're sat here recording now. Yeah. As normal, I look out the window. I let you see my attention draw to the window. I become like clammy, sweaty. You can tell I'm shocked. Like stuff's going on. You look. There's big badass asteroid coming towards Earth. We've got like a minute, like two minutes left together as us three. What would what would you do? Would you just be like, what "This is a cool." So what do you want me to say? Just I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I would. Well, I would probably go in and get Becca. Would you be like Becca? No, I mean like I'd be like Becca. We're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'd do. I'd a minute isn't enough time to do anything. Maybe try. I'd be like, I'd "Here we go, boys." Like, for fuck's sake. We're recording live from the end of the world. I'd be like, oh, actually, what's the point of recording? I was going to hear No, exactly. <laughs> that was, I, I would be annoyed. I'd be like, oh, oh we stay for hours oh, for no reason. That was a really reason. good episode and we didn't... Oh, we quickly get it on Acast, quick. I just, just do what we always do and just reminisce about school until we die. Yeah, I'd just probably sing. <laughs> Start a sing song. Golden years. There's nothing you could do in a minute that would be worth doing at all. No. Probably just run in the street. Well, I don't know, I just said a minute. Run just... in the street. Don't know why. Just not worth what you're doing. It's so like people can remember it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not even long enough to boil the kettle. I was thinking, oh, I'll just get a cup of tea. Get a, get a tea brewing. That's what I'd do. <laughs> I'll get the kettle going. Just so I could go out I like think an English I would have to not even... I think I'd have to almost like live in denial for that minute. Like well, not, not tell not, us. Not, not try and not get us to we'll try, turn around. Like, what's, like, you'd be like, beef, what's wrong? Like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> or like I'd tell you, but then... I don't know. Would I then? Thing is, it probably be no no point ringing Rachel because she wouldn't answer anyway. Right, we um, it's getting late. Got you got one more quickly to bash out. Uh, there's a mystery of ghostly black eyed child sightings on Cannock Chase. Have we done this one before? Yeah, we talked about the black eyed children. We talked about it on episode one. Not even joking. Is it the same thing? Yeah, the children. I haven't got or any. the black eyed children. Black eyed peas. Uh, it's when I saw Cannock Chase. I was like, we've done this before. I have nothing else. Right, well, see you next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's sign off. We don't Should have sign a sign-off for weird news. Do not? No, just, we always just... We always, we always just sit here say, saying this. We the end of weird news. And then I just lay in a bong sound effect. Nice. So what do we do at the end of weird news? Yeah, sorry, it's a short one. We have a good episode next week. I promise. I'm planning it now, and I think it's going to be a good one. Just listen. Just get over yourselves and listen to the show. Like, oh, I want a long episode, really good one. We'll stuff it. You have this one instead. See you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.